And as the weather changes, of course, we we expect um, <laughs> more COVID to go through the roof, as you say, since the particles really are rather prevalent in, in the world. And that's all these PCR tests do, is they detect particles of of bits and pieces, you might say, of viruses, this particular virus, but not even that one. That's a whole range of coronaviruses. It doesn't really matter when there's a big agenda there, because... I won't even go through all the statistics. You know that. You're all fed up with them anyway. You've seen it all before. This is, this is a repeat to what you saw in the spring. And uh, we told you then. I keep mentioning it that Fauci and the rest of them, the WHO, and Bill Gates told you that you'd be locked down. They wanted a complete lockdown to see how, it, how we, if we just fall for it and go for it uh, right up, up until next year, even the year beyond that. But they, they lessened it off a bit for the for the summer, and um, and they started dishing out the test kits again in the last month or so to try to get the more the numbers up. The more kits you put out there, the more you're going to find, because it doesn't mean a person's sick or ill, because these these things are so prevalent in society always. You know, <laughs> there is a joke, and it's an intentional joke, of course, it is because they must have something to try and con you with, otherwise you wouldn't believe them at all, because you just don't see the evidence there. And, oh, they're back out with the graphs again, aren't they? Oh, the graphs are just go way up beyond, like a rocket taking off, woof! But nobody's ending up really, really sick with it. And, of course, the people who, again, this is a time of year where when, when in the elderly people, it hits them when the weather changes very quickly that they come down with problems. They've already got pre-existing conditions, as you know, and can count on a whole bunch of them getting sick with pneumonias of all kinds. That's why they, 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 that's why they, they're always coming out with the flu shots at this time of the year too, and pneumonia shots. But it doesn't stop it happening, and folk die quite uh, frequently <laughs> at a certain age. And we all, we all get there, we all have our time for it too. Nothing's going to stop that. But, uh, of course, they use that under the guise of COVID that's causing it, etc. Because they must get the numbers up once again. And, and, and they're having a hard time of it because, they, yeah, you can get more positive tests with these ridiculous PCR t- kits that are useless. Uh, and including the inventor said that they're not meant for diagnosis, but let's not let facts get in the way here of agendas because it's an agenda, it's a global agenda much bigger agenda than just to do with COVID much bigger agenda than, than just the general term of the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum it's much much bigger than all of that because if you go into the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset it's, it's not just that, it's, it's the fourth industrial revolution which they also have come out about and it's the whole new way of living a completely different structured system that ties in completely agenda for the 21st century, the whole century remember, the century of change, this is what we're in right now, something they talked about for 50 years in the last century the coming century of change the, the time of transition and lots of things are transitioning, mind you. And the whole new meaning of almost existence is to be changed. And in with it comes 
uh, from the third industrial revolution, where they're claiming that that was a digital era, when they came out with the internet, etc. The next part is the internet of things, which they talked about again years ago. They'd bring this in eventually, and that's what the 5G, the interconnecting uh, system of all uh, ubiquitous traveling nomadic devices, etc., including things that are in your clothing and chips in your shoes and everything that came out years ago as well. It's all coming out now, and that's what it's about. Total tract and trace for your entire life, with all these things communicating to each other all the time. You don't have, you don't even need to have central bases. And that's what I was reading about the military, for instance. They're big into this, and um, they don't even need such central bases to store information. Uh, the storage really can be scattered through all your devices and every other device around you. The same with the COVID tracking apps. I've got some articles here where people, even in Canada, the apps that came out there with um, it says on them that for employers who who can get access to all their employees' apps' data, it's really interesting to see the complete throw (laughs) to disregard of privacy. It doesn't even bother me because we've never had privacy for a long time. And certainly not with cell phones. I don't believe, I can't believe people still use them. Because it really is like a manacle. You're, you're carrying your own manacle around with you, you know. Your masters know exactly what you're doing, what you're doing, when you're doing it, how many times you're doing it, and what you've eaten, and so on. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings, I suppose, when you think about these apps for employers. And they somehow can tap into the, to the apps for other employees. But it says in the, in the apps that, uh, Everyone's phone is communicating with everyone else's phone. It cannot be the Windows 10 system, very similar, uh, for, for its updates. And it, it transmits at the same time the data for, for that which is around in its environment, including the distance the person who has each phone is from everybody else. It's just incredible. And the idiots are going along with it, you know. Isn't it sad? It's sad that uh, it's like the you know the, the, the kind of poem that uh, man goes out with a whimper, not with a bang, you know, the straw man. And that's kind of like where we are because it doesn't take much to terrify the public. It really it's very poor propaganda with, with fudged figures and so on that anybody could see through. Uh, they, and they keep contradicting themselves too, and they lie an awful. I mean, we've never had such a time of blatant lies like this. Really, this in your face, blatant lies, and then they're, they're found out. It doesn't stop them. They come back the next week with the same lies again, even when they're uncovered the previous week. So, facts don't matter, as I say, when it comes down to big agendas. And you have to really wonder about people who fall into it and really believe it all, because there's some smart characters out there that really are sharp. Uh, that, that can see through so much scams and, and skullduggery and politics and everything else. But they seem to be towing the line here about the lockdowns. It makes you wonder why I can't trust folk like that at all. Because it's, it's so evident. It really is so evident. With so many professionals coming out that work with the patients, for goodness sake, uh, and saying it's a scam as well. It's just incredible. And this is a telling time, it's a telling time. I mean, a lot of folk get bought off and paid off in this system, and that's a sad part of humanity that's always been with us. They get bought off, and they'll, they'll turn their own people in even for for the filthy lucre, as they say.
nothing new in that at all. But it still shocks you, I think. A lot of people get shocked when they find out that, that so many people go and people they know maybe go along with it too. And I've seen it happen personally in, in workplaces throughout my life. And uh, and they know you're right when you stand up and speak out, speak the truth out. And they'll tell that they'll you that in private. They, they, they would like to back you up, but they can't because they might lose their jobs. Well, that's what's and under that kind of system, there's no point in standing up for humanity when they'll they'll sink themselves and they'll sink you too. You know, if you stand up and fight a battle yourself, they're quite happy to take the benefits of it, but um, they don't want to be part of the battle when it's actually going on. Sad but true. But we're in, a, in a, a war now. It's a war to change society. And the target of the war are the general population of the planet, you know, the populations of the planet. That's, we, we are the target of all. We must change our ways and to the proper ways of the device for the fourth industrial revolution, which is literally monitored from birth to death uh, in a new system with a new types of currencies. And you, actually you yourself, is, you'll be part of the, it's a new form of slavery actually, because you'll be able to basically take on loans, or and loans won't, doesn't have to be tangible goods or even what you think of as money, it can be other things as well. And uh, if you can't fulfill them, then you guess who's up for grabs to be bought for a little while until it's paid off, well it's slavery you see. And that's usury slavery, but it's designed by the highest authorities on the planet. And uh, they're all the WEF, or a lot of them are the WEF, or at least the representatives certainly are. And they, they discuss all this stuff rather openly. If you go into their records and their speeches and their talks and so on, they're not hiding it so much. They're, just some, they're not putting out this other side of it. I, I hope you understand. You, what is that? It's like a cheap holiday ad. Yeah? Where you see the brochures, oh my, look at the sandy beaches. There's that sun belting down there. And, and if you're in a, a, a kind of dingy Europe in the winter time, it's awfully appealing when you see that. You say, oh my goodness, look at that, wow. And um, in Canada too, of course, the, the snowbirds go off to these places. But it's, it's like one of those things. And you see the hotel, and it looks like, but the fact is, it's not the hotel you're going to go to, it's a different hotel. And they don't tell you that in the brochure, and you end up in some some shanty place. Where the bugs might be holding the walls up, you know, if you start moving it all at once, you did the, the heaven falls down. So it, it's like that. That's the kind of system that the, the WEF puts out. Uh, the, the World Economic Forum uh, are literally codifying into a new type of law. The real class system, the true class, very eugenically orientated to do with uh, better types of people. Uh, middle types of people, um, small business types, uh, and then the ones at the bottom that are just labor, you see. Uh, they're quite, uh, there's no, they're unabashed about all this kind of stuff. And how literally it's a race to the bottom for the cheapest labor. So they're going to be in, in a poverty class. But don't worry about it. They've got all these charitable organizations set up, which they run themselves, mind you, and with uh, money from governments to help them. They can take care and keep the, the poor folk alive. This is what it's about. They discuss this quite openly. But you'll find as well that, uh, as I say, currency is changing. 
and the idea of what currency is is changing. You are commodities. We're all human commodities now. We are the workforce uh, of all kinds. We make things. We we produce and are producers. But we are commodities within ourselves. We we consume and produce. You'll get a value score. That's part of your social credit score as well. This is where it all comes down to. It's the next step of the social credit score, where there's a whole bunch of ticks you'll have on your on your page for your masters who own you. They'll be ticked off uh, to do with: Are you a good producer? A good consumer? Are you fairly healthy? Uh, do, do you have prior or, or um, possible um, future health problems from according to your DNA and, and your, your, your in your family history? And so, all these things are taken into account. Are you a good bet, in other words, for an employer? And you'll find too a lot of what's coming down the pipe will be insurances. Insurances are going to take over uh, a lot of roles that you, you presently have. For education, as an example, not just healthcare and so on, but education and different things is all coming down to insurances. And so insurance companies will literally be the new kind of cash flow systems and credit cards. And you will be given a rating on that insurance rating as a good bet for paying off any debts incurred, etc. And that'll be a kind of, um, the way it's going to go. I don't folk, folk think, I can remember, oh, I don't think folk realize that insurance companies are some of the biggest uh, promoters and lenders in the world to the, the huge public-private partnership deals that go on. And they have been for maybe 15 years, maybe more. Uh, huge projects as insurance companies have backed them. It's not just the big banks, but the actual insurance companies themselves. So you are the collateral, as I say. You are the product at the same time because uh, you're getting remade all the time for new images and you are getting trained to suit the product. It's so fascinating for me to stand back and remember the talks I gave on Bernays many years ago on on propaganda that he came out with and, and but also his public relations, ideas, propaganda for, for actual, for selling things, you know. PR companies and and advertising companies, because he did say that to, to governments as well. He worked, remember, for with about five different administrations, maybe more, during his lifetime, including the military, yeah, propaganda techniques for wars and all that, and huge uh, corporations as well. But he said, eventually, why? Why try to convince the public to buy this car because, as you say, it's better, it's a few inches longer than the previous one. This is all on record. They even have old videos of it, of the woman going in to, to buy the new car, and she, she actually says that, oh, this is, this is longer than the last one or bigger than the last one. All this sexual innuendo and so on. Because don't forget that Bernays was a nephew of Sigmund Freud, and there's it, much more to all this than you think, believe you me. Much more. It wasn't just a couple of people <laughs> with a, a psychiatrist was invented to change the world and change all of you in it. You know? And it completely interlocks with the idea of the front organization called communism to restructure and control society and destroy family units and everything else. But again, back to Bernays, he says, rather than try to get 
because at one time, you see, manufacturers had to make good products before the age of, of disposable items really got going. And built in obsolescence, as I like to call it now. And the classic one was the light bulbs. It was a good documentary put out there about the history of light bulbs, how the lifetime got shorter and shorter with the, the cartel getting together, all the producers and agreeing to, to do the same, make them last one the same amount of time, make it shorter all the time. Anyway, that's an example of that. But, but Bernays said rather than convince, make good products. Every year and tell them why they should buy your lawnmower or whatever. He said, he says, alter the society, the consumer to suit your product. Now that, that ties exactly right in with, with the, the fourth industrial revolution, the, the new system that you're actually in already and it's, it's going to accelerate at one heck of a speed with the COVID idea. COVID's part of it. Where you're getting retrained to stop thinking for yourselves, to stop being logical, to simply start obeying. And at the moment it's through terror and fear, which is a good way to do it. But that's the technique that's being used. And during this time, of course, uh, you've got a lot of folk who, who are still able to work at all working from home. That was one of the steps, you see. And uh, new types of Medicaid or medical care where you won't get real people anymore. You'd be talking to computers, uh, remote computers, or you might get occasional doctor coming online somewhere and talking to you. So they're making it absolutely imperative that you have your ubiquitous or nomadic devices, either cell phones or tablets or or, or laptops or whatever, so that you, you can participate in this new system. <laughs> And uh, if you don't, uh, they, they, they're not really going overboard, are they, to give you any choices in the matter, are they? They're not, because you see that this is that this is a must-be now. You're in their system, and their system is constant retraining of you. But the first training is just for you to stop thinking for yourself and to listen to experts and do what they tell you. It's a post-democratic system. And that's what comes over really clearly when you read their, their documentation from the World Economic Forum, it's uh, a completely new way of training the public from birth to death and constant retraining to suit their products and that which they own, all the different uh, gadgets, apps, and all the rest of which they own, which are going to be mandatory to, to exist in the system at all very shortly. It's almost there now, by the way. I've said this for so many years. When you start seeing choices get getting taken away from you, you're, you're going into tyranny. And it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, choices in whatever products, choices in the food that you're going to eat is one example. Until you're left with one thing, which is what they've all agreed upon at the top, which is probably, uh, generally modified and generally engineered, uh, veg- vegetables, etc. That's what they want you all on in a post-meat world. For you, they'll have it at the top, of course, themselves. They don't want a, a really a mentally agile society. They want people who are rather easy going and who'll do what they're told to the Club of Rome. So the Club of Rome is quite open about the fact, and they have been for many years, this big think tank that works for the, for the big boys in the United Nations as well and so on. The ones who were given and tasked with getting an idea, a PR campaign and an idea to to get folk to give up rights and everything. And they came up with global warming and climate change and famine and plague and so on. Would, and, and drought would fit the bill, you know. 
And they would say that man was the fault of it, because depopulation is all part of it as well, by the way. Uh, reducing the population big time. And I'd rather open about that now, of course. And again, we're, as, as, as the general population gets used to hearing certain things, they start yawning. They, they don't even think very far. Um, and it's true. I can remember many, many years ago, a debate went on in the media in the UK, many years ago. And it was to do with, do they have the right to give you your thoughts? The media, you know? Um, and again, very along the lines of Brzezinski with Between Two Ages, his book from the 1970s, when he said shortly the public will be unable to think for themselves. They can only, they'll only be able to repeat the, the news or information or even trivia that are given to them by the previous night's television or news casters and so on. And that's all come to, to pass, as I say. But the thing is, too, uh, the debate in, in the UK was to do with uh, how they can terrify the public, get them all worried about things on behalf of government, because this isn't the first time governments have tried to, to uh, be used to terrify, uh, use media to terrify the public into compliance. We already have the admissions here with the SAGE group, SAGE group in Britain, that gave out the the orders basically and, and or the recommendations to all media and, and to to basically exaggerate bad stories to do with covid and to create higher tension to actually increase the tension and anxiety amongst the public so they comply and conform that's what they handed out to the british folk recently you know back in the spring well again most folk forget all that and right back to again as they try to terrify you and scare you so that the meeting in Britain years and years ago on, on other issues as well. And, uh, it was interesting to, 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 when they actually said that the public, some of the, some of the people who took part in the, the big thing on it, maybe the BBC, I don't know, or the STV or ITV. And they said that, uh, the general public literally wait to be told what to do anyway. Uh, in modern times. They're, they're, they were already trained back then to be, Told what, and they expect it, like Brzezinski says, the media, he uh, said eventually the public, and t- between two ages, he said eventually the public will be, will expect the media to do their reasoning for them. And well, that's all been done, you see. They really do wait to be told by authority figures. Even though these are private companies, they're called newscasts, owned by big moguls with their own agendas, who have shares in other corporations and so on and the food industry and everything else, um, they still wait to be told what to do by their masters. So I really mean it. We're like a plantation, you see. And these are the, these are the plantation owners. And we expect them to, to do a reasoning for us on any topic. Huh? Ain't that something? Ain't that something? So anyway, we're here and it's, it's, it doesn't bode well because the general public really now uh, are, a lot of them are, are tuning in, as I say, for their, for their daily dose of terror once again. Had a little break in the summer, which stopped them a lot from committing suicide and stopped a lot of illness, of course, because folk get terribly ill through anxiety. And if you want to reduce your immune system, just become anxious for a long period of time, as well understood. But, as I say, you, you, they're, they're getting back to terror, terror, terror every day. And tune in or you might miss something that's going to help save your life. 
And that's the idea behind it. So they see the same familiar faces. And why would they all be lying to you? Well, it's because you get paid incredible big money to lie to you. And they're psychopathic. They don't mind lying to you. They do that naturally anyway. That's what psychopaths do. They get you to do what they want you to do. That's a gift that a psychopath has, if you want to call it a gift. And they're awfully good at it, you know. And they're awfully likable, a lot of them. And once you get a few of them, you manage to get through through university and so on. Because there are different categories and layers of psychopathy. Uh, from the streets, you know, window smasher who grabs a, the jewelry and runs for it. To the ones who, who, get, who have got better parents and money to back them up. And they get they float through college or they're paid to get through. Because a lot of bribery goes on through college too, a lot of these characters, their parents. And they have no problem getting their degrees, and then they're put in front of the camera to con you into doing something which perhaps you shouldn't do. And exactly what Aldous Huxley said in his talks with Mike Wallace. But it's all here, you're seeing it. And this whole new way of living from birth to death with the Internet of Things and the 5G communications, that everything has been completely interconnected with an utter record. There'll be no privacy of any kind at all. This is what they're after. And that was all. That's also, and you buy your change, you buy these hubs and all the rest of it for your houses, and you think, well, you know, everybody else has got them. And, uh, and <laughs> it doesn't matter of all the different articles that have come out about them contacting the police if he hears a raised voice and all this, you know, doesn't make any difference to them, you know. They'll sell their souls for convenience, you know, the, something that's going to put the lights on and off for them rather than get up and do it themselves. But there's no privacy, and they're getting used to it now, you see, having no privacy. They don't really mind. I don't think most folk really don't mind. Slavery is, is an easy thing to, to just uh, float into when it doesn't put a chain round your neck, you know, physically. Although they're, they're putting manacles around you shortly if you want to take the vaccine, whatever vaccine it might be, untried uh, experimental DNA-changing vaccines. But uh, a lot of folk won't mind and they'll go along with it. In fact, a lot will queue up for it. I remember in 2009, I've mentioned this before, that had such a hype going with the flu that year. Uh, uh, they terrified the public. Oh my goodness, oh, it's horrible, terrible. My, they actually showed you lines on the news. They would show you lines of folk waiting for their vaccine. And they were so terrified because they had articles in the paper. Again, the, the, the hype they give you to terrify you, to, to, to adapt and run to rough to get it. And folk would run to get it. And, and they, they said in the articles, they might run out. So folk were fighting in line. Some of these old were fighting in line, each other, to get ahead, to get, in case they ran out. Physically fighting. That's what they can do. They can do a lot worse than that too, with their propaganda and their, their psychological manipulation that they give you. Run by experts. Your tax money pays for the best con men out there, you know, people who, who study it, study you, their behaviors, they're called, you know, and neuroscientists, and they can always use it against you to get you to do what their masters want you to do. So they, they, they can train you very quickly to comply and to, and to anything at all, and, uh, and you'll do it, you know. Most of you will do it and comply because you're scared. And how many times have you, well, you know, what choice do we have? What choice do I have, eh? You know where that ends up, what choice do I have? Hmm? 
I was thinking about what they're taught in the higher levels, in the manipulators classes, <laughs> the real higher levels, higher than the universities, you know. And they teach them this kind of stuff. They pick them. Some of them, by the way, are, are apprenticed to people like Kissinger. I don't know if you realize that some of the high trilateral guys, they have young guys apprenticed to them to be the future leaders. They travel with them and they learn this for years. Almost grow up with them, some of them. But they also have special uh, uh, classes for, 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 for the future leaders in different areas. And they're taught, what I'm telling you now, how to manipulate whole populations of people and into persuading. And they're, they're already tested with the usual psychopathy test to see if they're, if they're, there's no point wasting your time with someone who's going to have qualms down the road. So they pick them to have a certain amount of psychopathic tendencies and narcissistic, or very often narcissistic, that comes with the, with the territory of psychopathy often. And they get taught the kind of things about mass manipulation and what they want to do uh, in the future. Some of them know that what they're taught, at, say, say today, won't be implemented or fulfilled completely for about 25 years down the road, some parts of it. So they can wait, they're patient enough. They've got plenty of other things to implement along the way. But that's how these long-term strategies. And they're also taught, by the way, um, they're picked for, for to, because they, they're very social. They love to socialize. They like to go to parties, the right kind of parties, or the right kind of people you are, you see. And doors open, and, they, and by the time they're 25, they know everybody. And that's where they, they, they can meet all the different people they can use, and who, who also other ones will use them to an extent. There's a lot of deals made and so on. And that's how the world is really run by those at the top. Uh, whole layers of these psychopaths beneath them that uh, work on their behalf. Well financed, well rewarded, uh, who are willing to go along with anything, you know. There's no qualms and guilts there. Um, to the bitter end, uh, they would tell you that, that this was, so that was necessary. That's what a psychopath always does. Whatever it happens to be, if they ever have to answer for it, oh, that was necessary, they've always got an answer. So you're living through this agenda right now, and this internet of things is full of them at the top, or, or the top for that you'll see anyway. That's not the real top, naturally. But it's full of them. You're, you're presented with experts every day on how you should live, think, what to do, how to eat, how not, how to go to the bathroom, whatever it happens to be. Experts, experts, experts. The very thing that Russell, Bertrand Russell talked about in the 1940s and 50s is all here. We'll train the people. They, they can do anything without the advice of an expert. It's all here. And as I say, they give their, their brain over to the media and say, okay, you know, whoever their favorite media character is, and they'll say, you know, do my reasoning for me. So, so if they, if I, especially the older folk that, that have, they're touted, they're made into stars. Do you ever really think about it? Why is a newscaster made into a star? Someone who reads the news. is isn't just papers or teleprompter or whatever happens. They read the news. And they've got to be photogenic, you see. And they prefer them being a certain age. So you see them as, as, as almost an adult or, or parental figure. And the longer they can keep them on that chair without falling off it, uh, the more effective it is until you end up with the old Dan Rather types they used to have and, and uh, Cronkite, etc. 
uh, folk grew up with them, and, and they believed everything they were told by them. Yeah? Everything, eventually. These daddy figures wouldn't lie to you. They were, they were representative of the parental figure, you see. And so anyway, as I say, that everything out there, especially what you see in television, is a complete show. It's a show, for goodness sake. It's what they said in Network, the movie. You know, you're the real people, for goodness sake. It says we're the fake ones, by you know, you, and yet you're looking at your, at your, you're putting your life through this tube. To watch us, to see what, we're, that, what the fake ones are doing, and then you copy them. Great technique, isn't it? Television is a very powerful change agent technology. And that's what Spielberg said himself. He thought it was wonderful how they could alter society and culture and have folk emulate the changes portrayed through fiction. Very powerful. And it certainly has been. Remember, to the, the movie, it was called The Looker, about a modeling agency, a plastic surgeon, gets involved with the models because they get start dying off. And it leads to a place where they're using high-tech equipment. This, I think it's from 1970s, maybe. It was made, maybe the 80s, but there's a high-tech uh, institution where they use computerized digital systems way back then. And, and took virtual reality, um, patterning of the models, uh, very minutely, you know, exactly. And they started altering their features, uh, cosmetically to look like what they thought was said was a perfect thing the computer came up with for them. But it was also to do with using a type of mind control over the general public through the airwaves. Through, again, through imprinting the brain and by using psychologists and neuroscientists and behaviorists and so on to pattern the brains with what they were showing the public. And uh, then a meeting for all the different shareholders with the company, I guess it was, participants and politicians were there too, when they said, where else can you get people to voluntarily give up maybe 40 minutes every couple of hours or hour and a half? 40 minutes of their time to be indoctrinated by you. It's done by advertising. And it's so true, isn't it? You voluntarily give up your time to be indoctrinated with, so that you will buy the products or want the products. And don't forget too, if it's not buying, then you'll want the products. And if you want the product and you can't afford to buy, every little bit causes a little bit of an annoyance and, um, Maybe even anxiety that you can't afford that product. Everything affects you. Everything affects you physically and mentally. Because the, the, the mind is completely interconnected with the body. And so you'll see the symptoms of, of anxiety or even depression kick in, sit in. And if you, if every few minutes you're getting presented with something you might want, um, Think of, of how many times the different chemicals are, are set loose in your brain when you, when you, uh, when you get anxious about something or say, oh, I'd love, I'd love one of those things, whatever it happens to be. And you can't quite get it. Uh, you're, you're played with by professionals and you don't know it. Your behavior emulates the dramas and the soap operas you, that you see. I remember years ago when they did, Studies into affairs from women who, who mainly women who, who, who watch soap operas. 
and they, they and they correlated them too, by the way, with the, with um, what was those romance books that used to be churned out. A lot of guys wrote them too under women's names and so on. But um, it, it was like a soft porn uh, th- th- for, for 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 imagination, basically, rather than the pictures. It was soft porn for women aimed at them, and they did studies to see if the women would act out on it, and a lot of them did actually. It was admitted too as well, so. So yeah, you can't say you're not affected by entertainment. You certainly are. Big time. Uh, look at how many folk have got the tattoos. I was looking into why so many people of different age groups have all gone to get tattoos over the last, what, 10 years or so. And there are a list of all the shows and dramas and, uh, that where the, the heroes and heroines would have these, these things on them, you know. And, uh, there's a, a plethora of tattoo parlors just sprung up and uh, folk rushed to get it done to them, all because of television eh? and TV series. So, everyone's affected by entertainment. And that's why I've said too, even with the COVID idea that uh, we are for VAX, the group that was for the EU VAX campaign, you actually hear them talking about how they're promoting it to the public and how they would insert naturally. They actually said, I think even naturally will we'll put a lot of the inserts into, into the, the, the scripts and dramas and things. And you have the, the characters and the dramas say, oh yeah, I, I'm just waiting for this, this flu shot to come out, things like that. And that's what makes up the public's mind for them. Their minds are made up by, again, people. See, they identify with the characters and the dramas. And their, their firewall is down, the mind uh, is down because it's entertainment. So it works, it's very effective. I can remember too when they launched, I think it was the Coronation Street series, uh, the second part, whatever it happened to be in Canada, maybe, I don't know how many years ago it was now. It was to reintroduce a big campaign to try to popularize the, the, the new type of the Coronation Street. Maybe 10, 50, I don't know, it could be maybe 15 years ago. But the big exposés, big money was spent on it. But they, they said in it how they had so many psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, doctors, and lawyers, and, and um, all working for them on the scripts, always. Because the public followed, it was a trailblazer on, on the culture changes. Even before mass migration took place, they were training the public for 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 what to expect and 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 even interracial marriages and things. It was all done professionally through entertainment, through the coronation street, as an example, before the real thing happened. And they actually said that that, that uh, people would follow the same arguments and and decisions after watching it when the real things happened. So their their opinions were given to them and and how their opinions would also be changed, you see. They would adopt the new opinion, well, I guess it's okay, and yada, yada, yada. That's how it's done. So there's no such thing as straight entertainment. And um, I often wonder if there ever really was. Maybe if there was, it was a long, long time ago in uh, book form a long time ago perhaps children's books are prime examples of inserts of all the PC stuff the green agenda is all in there sustainability is all there 
the vegan society that they have to be brought out. And all animals are wonderful, and they're all, all the furry creatures are your pals, you see. And so on and so on it goes. And when the children grow up, they're, 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 they're really already recruits. They don't know them, but they're recruits for the green agenda, sustainability. And they'll be used as armies, just like they are now on the streets. But again, using armies for folk who won't comply with the next step of, uh, of the lockdowns, which are going to be perpetual eventually, you see. They want perpetual lockdowns. I've said that at the World Bank, and I put up the articles from the PDFs from them before a few weeks ago, where they said that they're looking at least five years of lockdowns, and it could be perpetual. Because don't forget, this, this COVID idea is only one thing that they've got in the wings, eh, waiting. And they can, they can actually come out with future scenarios of bio-warfare. We don't know who did it. But we've got another vaccine waiting in the wings for you there, and blah, 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 you see. And you'll comply. That's what they've done already with the COVID thing, you know. I, there's, there's no way that all the videos came out of China, of folk falling flat on their faces with COVID. It was all staged. That Have you seen people in the streets falling flat on their faces in, in America or anywhere else? Because it's not the way infections hit you. If you're that, that sick, you wouldn't be walking out in the streets in the first place. You see? If you were that sick. Huh? And it would hit so suddenly, like, just like that, boom, down you go. And, and China is not known for letting much out for the, doesn't rubber stamp this for consumption for the West, which makes me think that China was in on the, on the big global act. I really do. With the World Health Organization and the Gates Foundation, and uh, and all the rest of them. I really, I really believe that's the whole. Idea. Remember, the whole idea for the World Economic Forum is the continuation into a, a, a world order, a, a borderless world order. Huh? You get the point of view. The borderless idea, the mass migration, and the states that were ticked off with Trump to try at least talking about keeping a border. He hasn't done it. I mean, in fact, when you really look into the, uh, to the, the migration, Trump let more in, even from India, to, to, for, for tech industry, yeah, than anybody had before him. So what he says and what he does are often uh, at tang- tangents. But the thing is, he hasn't got along with the climate change to an extent, because c- he knows. <laughs> He used to use a trick of it too. He knows. And I did the talks years ago where the states of the U.S. are in collusion and they're partnered with ones in Canada, provinces in Canada, to go along with the Green Deals regardless of sustainability, regardless of what the feds do. You see, this is a fact, folks. You You even have your cities all, all, all signed on to these things and so on. Sustainability. Everything's been changed already. You keep waiting for the big change. You're already in the big change. It's been going on for years. Bits and pieces of it. And yet, and you adapt and you adapt. Mainly because, again, the media, they'll, they'll go overdrive to make sure you get certain messages. We'll go into absolute silence when they're doing uh, the, the little nasty little things, right, you know, furtively. They don't want you to know, see? Now, always remember, too, in the perfectly controlled society, most folk um, don't want to be told about things. They, they want the masters to deal with all the, the, the little problems for them. 
They'll say, well, that's what you're paid for. You know, don't bother me with that. You know, get on with it, whatever it is, and do it. Uh, a lot of folk are like that. Uh, it's quite quite interesting you see that. So the enemies, you see, are that you have, if you're a free thinker, and you like this idea called personal freedom and privacy. This is, this word is going to be outlawed shortly. It's almost, almost there now, privacy. Most folk gave it up long ago. But there's still folk who like this idea of privacy. It's your right to have privacy. It's your right to have your own thoughts. It's your right to, to have no intrusion into your mind. You see? And, and folk just give it away just so easily. People fought. People fought for centuries to get privacy and rights from feudal systems and overlords. They fought so hard, step by step by step, to get, so, so that the military, and it's generally the military that they used to use, say in Europe, before police and so on, but, but, and even the police never militarized, but they used the military, and the military under the old king, queen, feudal systems would, would go into people's homes and rampage through them and do whatever they wanted you to do, and you couldn't stand in their way, or you had no rights at all. If you got in the way, they just put a bayonet through you. And that's how, it's how it used to be, you know. Again, folk don't really quite get it. And that's not long ago that happened. Blake, yeah, he was Blake in London, the poet, he talked about it too, where, where the, the guards, some guards, some grenadier guard, whoever it was, but they came out trying to rampage through his, through his garden and everything and through his house for looking for something else or somebody else or whatever it was. And that's how it used to be, you see. But the folk, the folk uh, today have given up most of their rights. The, a lot of folk, if you listen to them, because they've heard countless little bits and pieces of arguments and data uh, about this, about that privacy idea, and, and they've already been swayed Oh, you don't really need it. You're being taken care of. Is that what you're here to be, to be taken care of? Do you really, if you believe that, you're finished. <laughs> you're finished, you know. To be taken care of. Socialism isn't the old socialism that folk thought of. And even when they thought of it, it wasn't the same way either. Socialism was a scientific system that we'd be brought in. Where the, it may run properly by the proper people, the experts. That's what they believed. And they never quite achieved it naturally through communism or, and, and, uh, and the West's uh, socialism. But this is it. It's, it's for, it's for those who are already the masters socialism because it's a whole system where you're controlled and run by the state. Well, corporations love that when they already own the governments. <laughs> and they do own the governments. When you have politicians that need X amount of bucks to get in and to run, and they need the compliance of the media, who are often owned by the, by the biggest money guys on the planet, but they need the compliance of the media to even run the, or to even get mentioned and get good publicity, then uh, they're bought and paid for. Very simple. Bought and paid for. They also ask certain questions if they'll be for this and for that, or even for certain other countries. And they must go along. If they do that, then they might be considered. If they don't, if they say no, 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 they've had it, you know. That's how the world runs. But most folks, as they say, will give up uh, every right that they have to be the same as everybody else. If they see their peer group rushing towards the end of the cliff, 
because it's a great experience and it's in 3D or something, they, they want it as well. You know? yep. Imagine spending all that money on an iPhone eh? or any kind of phone. Stacks of money, overblown cost of, of having the service of it. A service. It's not like service is it? It's going to rip you off so, so much bucks a month for such a tiny little amount of gigabytes. Eh? And at the same time, you're, as you're buying it, they've got all these apps that are going to be put in there mandatorily to track and trace you. What's wrong with you? I said years ago, the government should be giving you all the computers for free. It was already track and trace you and to manage your thoughts and find out what you're thinking and doing. No, That's what it's for. To standardize a population's thoughts, attitudes and behavior. Standardization. On behalf of those who ruled you. And then the cell phone came out. And, and big bucks and all that. But yeah, it's going to track trace. And, and then, they'd, then they'd start telling you, you know, yeah, we're taking data and feeding it to this and that and all, but until the folk don't care anymore. Well, they're gone, I'm afraid. You're gone. Because it, it took centuries to fight to get the rights to privacy. And with a little flashing screen, the light of Lucifer, as they say, eh? <laughs> they just give it all away so quickly. Because it's so magically enticing, isn't it? Oh, it's hypnotic. Oh, wow. 